Are you sorry? Really? Damn. I have mean, you seen The Irishman? 13 minutes late? 15 minutes late? We have a problem. Look, see? I, was, I, was, I know. You were like, I got to get that. <laughs> all right, all right. Put these on. Get that. Get that. Which one? This one? Either one. Chat, chat, chat. Yeah, there you go. This is all going in. All right, perfect. Welcome back to the Jordan Phoenix Show. Thank you again for being here with me as always. And if you're new, welcome, welcome. Our guest today, Mr. Sean Baltzell. Now, Sean, I'll admit uh, I'm not good at preparing for things. The only thing I prepared for was saying your name correctly. Did I get it right? That's perfect. Hell yeah, you got to get this right up in there, fist away. Yeah, okay, yeah. let me get closer. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right up there. Un- uncomfortably close in your right, mouth. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Okay. Um, yeah, so, all right. And I actually had to, I literally had to pull up the Instagram because yeah. I was like, there's no way I can name all the shit that Sean does because <laughs> I'll forget one or two things. I, I can't name them all, I don't think. Here, let me, tell me if these are all you. Okay, the, the OG mm. Tower Classic Tattooing. Yes, sir. Knife and Flag. Yes, sir. Scorpion Front Publishing. Yes, Union Barbershop. Yes. Homegrown Hair Company. Mm-hmm. Parlor. Yes, sir. Takashima Records. Yes, sir. Curador. Yes. Okay. Anything I'm forgetting? I think that's it. I think okay. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. There yeah. we go. I mean, there's probably a few little hidden hitters. No, I, I, think, I think that's it. I was just making sure. There's been a couple of things that have, uh, you know, kind of taken off um, in different directions. But, yeah, that's the current lineup. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Well, as you could tell, he's a man of many talents, um, and so I'm excited. He's trying to get him on the podcast for a couple of times, some family shit going on, um, so I'm just very uh, thankful that you're here. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and um, we can just, uh, I don't know, let's just get at it. Uh, yeah. We both got shit to do, I'm sure, so I'm like, let's just get heavy into it. Sure. Um, uh, let me think. What's the heaviest thing we can get into? Not too heavy. Uh, heavy as you want. I'm, I'm <laughs> um, used to loads, apparently. <laughs> loads yeah, of work. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. He's used to loads. Um, so <laughs> how do you maintain sanity with all this crazy shit that you are doing? Yeah, I mean, look, that's a great question, and it's it's one I get a lot, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I think for people outside looking in, it, that's the first thing I think that people think because uh, anyone that's taken on a project – um, sorry, I'll get closer. Anyone that t- has taken on one project knows how consuming and uh, you know just stress stressful it can be. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'd always I always say it's like the team ab- around me that allows me to do a lot. Right. Yeah, I yeah. think if you're a good uh, if if you do your job right in anything um, in business especially, but if you can step back and it runs great and you can start finding yourself being like, oh, I got time to dream of something else. Right. I think you're doing a great job. Right. Um, and I've always been someone who a little bit of a monkey mind, <laughs> obviously. And, um, I, I just like the thrill of new, I yeah. like the thrill of discovery in a project or, you know, I think it comes from early days of like, uh, skateboarding and bands and all that sh- shit that we all grew up on. And the DIY shit yeah, of like, just, you can yeah, do that, it yourself. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, it's always starting a new band, right? Like, yeah, okay, yeah, this yeah. is the new one. Who, who's <laughs> yeah. involved? Yeah. And I think that's like why I don't, there's not one project that is just me. 
right. it's crazy. Like a lot of people, they, they need to own that and that's them. And right. I prefer building like a dynamic team around me and empowering people that are talented and finding ways we can work together. And, um, that, that has its own unique set of challenges. Uh, obviously, I mean, I have, I have a lot of business partners, right? Um, which is, is tricky, but, um, I heard you use this phrase, uh, you find culture gods. I don't know if that, I don't, do I don't know that? if I've no? said that. Okay. Well, I think there, I know where you're getting. Okay, okay. That's yeah. That's a, so we have a, some kanji at parlor and it says culture gods. Okay. Um, Corey just, told me that and attributed it to you. And then I just put that on you and I just, I might've said I'm it like, and I might, who knows? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I was probably super stoned and just <laughs> rambling to Corey. Uh, Cause he, he laughs at things. I saw so just talk shit. So to get a reaction from him, but um, no, look, uh, I don't know how I keep my sanity. And sometimes I don't, I mean, that's the truth of it. Anybody that knows me close, like has seen me break down many times. I mean, uh, but I think through those times, it like builds me stronger. It, yeah. it, it, it stretches my bandwidth even more. Right. Um, I think that uh, challenge and adversity is a great tool and a great uh, propellant, if you will. Yeah. Of, uh, of, um, you're always flying close to the sun. Cre- yeah. Like I mean, always like, yeah, Icarus, yeah, right? right. Um, <laughs> I've touched it <laughs> um, and it hurts, but um, I think, you know, I, I'm a redhead, apparent, obviously, look at yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But I have this, like, just energy I've, my whole life, right? And yeah. whether you call it, like, ADHD or ADD or, like, you know, I may be on the spectrum of sorts. And just being honest, not even sure. being yeah. sarcastic, but, um, you know, I just have learned at a young age to channel that yeah. into projects instead of let, letting it completely destroy me as a yeah. person. Or So I think that's something I learned uh, early on in school, especially, like, when we were younger, they didn't. No, they didn't know how to identify this. No, you these, just are like a dumb kid. They're yeah, like, you're he can't like, focus. Yeah, He's a exactly. dummy. And you're like, uh, is that it? hundred yeah. percent. And you, you know, so, um, yeah, I think that I do my best. My family keeps me sane, obviously, and yeah. close friends that, that, that see, can recognize whenever I'm taking on a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, that's a huge part of it. I mean, the, the psyche of it. Right. So, yeah. um, but you know, I think the older I get, the more projects I've taken on, um, I'm now kind of slowing down in the sense where, and it might not seem like that, but I truly am like saying no more. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, well, you probably are getting approached by more shit now that everybody knows that you can like basically kill anything you execute. You're like, thank you for saying that. I mean, I don't, maybe but, I don't know about the failures, but, but, but I, I mean, see look, all the successes, you know, I'm good at, <laughs> I'm good at building brands and even my own brand and, yeah. and, and to a point where like, I don't really I'm not going to like dwell on these failures. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not to sound corny, but like uh I just don't dwell on it. Like if something's not painting out, if if I can't if I if I come to that moment where it's like okay, this is not going to work. Yeah. Um I just pivot and I think that I always keep a lot going on so I can just put that energy into something else without it yeah, being you don't this like it burnt catastrophic out, right. like failure, you know? Um yeah. and and don't get me wrong, it still hurts and it burns, sure. but in those moments is when I'm gonna reassess my whole approach and my strategy to my other projects right. and honestly sometimes that failure and it, it, it's it's said a lot but that fuels me problem solving in my other brands or you know so it, it's that's a reoccurring thing on the show is like every guest i have basically yeah. just talks about like i don't i don't sweat the failures like the yeah. failures are what and they were beautiful and when they were happening and then yeah. they you know nothing is really a failure it's like a okay i'm not i'm gonna do that differently or you know 100 yeah. i mean it's like when you're what is it like when you're winning you're celebrating right Right. When right, you're losing, right. you're learning. Right. You know, there's so many ways to put that poetically. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. I heard, uh, what was the one I, I think I just said, uh, who, uh, Edison said, 
I didn't fail a thousand times. I learned what not to do. hundred percent. Yeah. It's all perspective, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, you know, me and Corey Smale are very close sure. now. And like, yeah. I, you know, I think he's like finally gotten, uh, I don't mean to talk for him, but no. I will. I mean, um, I think we both know him at a point yeah, where yeah. this is okay. But like, <laughs> and if not, fuck yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that dude. <laughs> no, but like, you know, I think like for a moment, like you can say that like, oh yeah, my failures make me stronger. But like, I think the... I think the, for, the good fortune thing really hurt him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I think now, like just all the exciting stuff that he has going on, like, and where he's at right now, I think he is finally able to really, yeah. I know he's maybe been saying that for a while, but sure. I think he really feels it now. Like, dude, that was awesome that I did that. And, and I'm like, from an outsider's perspective, I'm like, dude, the food was always good. It's it not like you great. were doing something that sucked. It's you're doing something that ended up not like that you had to close, but like while you were doing it, you still maintain that Corey level of, perfection that everybody you know expects out of him that was know? a great i mean honestly i think that was a beautiful project um you know some people i think his lack of a experience as an operator was his only hindrance <laughs> right. and, and like the space and how it was designed like in Corey, look he's not like a alcohol focused person so like right. the bar was you know there's little things in hindsight but i think you know that that brain was great to me i think in a different context and maybe uh the d different partnerships maybe it would have been a brain that we all would have grown to right. call a staple but like the universe is crazy where things happen and now look at it. Right. I mean, right. like swap shops, crazy yeah. the stag things going crazy. I mean, uh, I think that he's just done a great job of pivoting, but you're right. It takes time to accept that. Even if you know that's coming, right. You're not, you don't get there till you get there. It's just yeah. a moment in time where you're like, um, I'm now okay with this. Right. Like, right. right. I've swallowed it. I've accepted it. Yeah, I had uh, Bob Brazell on sure. last week, and yeah. I know that you guys had, he yeah. had the Nug Shack in there, and like, he, yeah. was, he was like, yeah, it was like really cool when it worked, and then when it stopped working, it stopped working, and it's like, you know, it's cool to like, he wasn't like, yeah, if that thing really failed, it was like, it's like, yeah, it, it worked. It served and that, purpose. And, and I remember know? you, I remember when you were telling me about it, you were like, yeah, it was like awesome, you're like, it's just like not working, because I was like, where did it go? Yeah. And you were like, yeah, it's, it's, it worked, and then it stopped working, and now it's, it, you, you like didn't even... Like I was more <laughs> broken up about it than you were. You're like, yeah, we're doing something different now. And I, I, th I thought that we was cool. You we know? pivoted quick. Yeah. And, um, you know, now we got this, you know, the patio is a whole different world right, now. Right. And um, there's a new phase coming to that as well. So oh, cool. I think like it served its purpose, right? It was a good collaboration. And everybody loves that new, new. And they, then they after like it's, the new, new. and then they're like, okay, I, you know what I mean? And so it's like, that, maybe it was like always destined to be like a cool thing that happened. Yeah, for and then sure. Was something and else, sometimes you know? like the, the idea is cool. Logistics just don't pan right. out, right? I right. mean, um, and it's difficult with alcohol and food, right? Like whenever you're 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 the brand with the, the alcohol, right. uh, the margins there, right? right. The food's right. tricky. You got to drive volume. We all know uh, right. food is is a tough world. Right. You got to sell volume to retain any kind of yeah. uh, points. So it's like all love to Bob. I mean, you know, we obviously we're both passionate creatives, right? Right. Um, in the moment, it it can get heated. There was some frustrations in that, but like we're cool now. Yeah, uh, I'm so uh, proud of them and their growth. And he reaches out, so you know sometimes it's it's, it's you got to accept that for what it is, right? Um, I, you know, interesting people sometimes uh, are <laughs> can rub against. You know what I mean? Like type you have a. big personalities, it's like things can people, get a right? little. And it's cool that like I think everybody knows that St. Louis is so small. It's like you don't do it. 
you don't do yourself a favor by having beef with anybody. You know what I mean? No, so I mean, like, and you know, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, I've got plenty of beefs and have over the years. I mean, I'm just, a, <laughs> uh, uh, we could go on with that list, but you know, I do feel like, you know, I'm trying to get to a point where those get resolved and you know, the perspective is different. You just don't have the energy or time to like get there, sit there and stew on it or whatever, right, whatever right. leads to that, you know, yeah, or yeah. sometimes, you know, you're just, you, your feelings are hurt. Like right. you put a lot into something and someone, uh, their perspective was different and you don't always see that right away um but i think through through you know the one thing about having this many brands and, and employees and partners is you got to get used to that conflict yeah and then conflict resolution is, is something i'm more interested in now doesn't mean it's not going to happen yeah, right? yeah, yeah. there's always going to be that friction yeah but um yeah getting to be an old man it's the yeah. old man shit you're saying. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? Feeling, feeling, <laughs> I'm feeling the, the wear and tear. Uh, Dude, sure. let's talk about Takashima. Uh, yeah, Takashima. Because now that it's done, now that it's done and it's like crazy, are you so, just like, what, Taka, what? I'm on the Curador. What's, uh, yeah, I mean, look, uh, launching products or brands, it's always anticlimactic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've had to learn to enjoy, since I'm always waiting on something, like, right. it, you know, it's like, the, the final result is is just like the moment of being like, okay, it's done. You're right. And then it's like, what's next? Right. Um, we're always tweaking on it. Don't, yeah, don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong. I mean, we're meeting daily and it's, it, it's, it, we got to keep that in the forefront yeah. so it, it doesn't just open and die. Right. Um, but you know, that was a two year journey. I mean, we, me and PJ, I just saw the picture of the fucking place with the, uh, with the two oh, the uh, container. Yeah. The containers yeah. in there on Instagram. It's, it's so it's crazy. Wild. Like, so two years ago, yesterday, it popped up on my feed, me and, uh, Paul ill temperament. Yeah. PJ, the God, the homie, um, <laughs> shout out, he, shout out PJ. Um, so we were in, we were in Japan, right? We spent a month there and we really dove deep in multiple cultures, tattoo culture, record music. We tried to, we were just like on this mission to like, you know, Japan, Tokyo in Japan seems so hard to crack, right? It's right. like a, the Rubik's cube of cities. You're like yeah. New York's hard enough. That's like multiple New York's in one. Right. Right. Um, and we, we were like bound and determined to like get to the like subculture. I don't know, whatever we had this yeah. mission. And it's crazy. The underbelly. We kind of, the- <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Yakuza. But we, <laughs> yeah. we really did in a way, and I feel like, you know, his obsession with vinyl since he was a kid is inspiring to me. Like, I have I have a similar passion for things in my world, tattooing and collecting yeah. and brand building. Um, and we went there, and we stumbled upon a vinyl bar, and I never even knew this was, like, a thing, for real. Like, Did you guys go there, like, we're going to figure a, no, a thing out, or you no, just went to do no, a show? No, 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 we just went. Right? Yeah. I mean, we went to just experience culture, and get, yeah. for me, it was like I had probably just wrapped up a project, and I was yeah, like, like, I need to get the fuck out of town. Yeah, yeah. I, I try to leave, you know, and reset. Sometimes yeah. it's the only way. Yep. Um, but we were in Tokyo, and, um, you know, we, PJ, through his record hunt, was just like on this mission and learning about this spot and that spot. And then we found out uh, this bar uh, called, uh, well, a friend took us to this bar called uh, Bar Martha. And we went in and it was crazy. I'd never really seen this massive vinyl collection behind the bar, like it was liquor. Yeah, and, yeah, and, 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 and in Japan, they're, they're spinning, they're mixing, and it's like one or two guys doing it all, right? Yeah. Um, which we can't get away with here because we don't have, they work a lot more efficiently and productive than us <laughs> Americans. Yeah. Americans but are kind of like the shittiest of we're, all. We're not, we're, let's just leave that for a different okay, okay, podcast because okay. I could go on about it. Um, <laughs> That's, I love when people talk shit on Mexicans taking jobs and I'm like, oh, you mean they're working way harder you at the jobs that you think you're too good for yeah, and they yeah, kill no, it? Like, I'm like, come on yeah, over. Yeah, white people are weird. Um, <laughs> but so, yeah, we fell in love with the concept and like, you know, we were just sitting there and found ourselves immersed in this experience 
experience, never, you know, like trying to figure out every record, who sampled it. Yeah. And then the, I was like, damn, like there was like this almost like magical moment where I was like, fuck, like this is something, you know, as someone who's always like kind of like soaking in culture and concepts and like looking about like, what do we need in St. Louis? How can we propel uh, the the music scene for the bar scene for Cause you know, we're sick of just standing in bars drinking, like right. we're getting older and it's just not the vibe. Yeah. It's uh, exciting to be in a bar when you're 20 or uh, 21. Yeah. When you're like 30, 40, yeah. 50, you're like, I need some shit to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> if you're still, different. if you're still going to drink and like yeah. have a good time, like in that way, I f uh, consume beverages. I feel like the, the setting is super important and it, it, you need the vibe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The, the vibes are so, yeah, yeah. you know, we brought it back in uh I mean, it's been crazy. It's been a hit. And the press has been amazing. And, yeah. you know, I think we just poured all the passion we could into it. There's a label in it. We're, we're pressing vinyl. We've got connections with with the, the community at large of the record scene. So it's it's been really beautiful. It, 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 and uh, I, it really proved to me, like, St. Louis is now ready for concepts that are a little bit, like, forward yeah. thinking. And, yeah. uh, you know, being here for years trying to do business and, and, and build concepts it's, it's just now I feel like at this point where we can start getting a little bit edgier with our ideas and yeah. uh, that's plus you have you have all the, you've made all the mistakes already so that you're like you know you know yeah. what not to do for these kind of wilder things that uh, if you were 100%. green you would just fail you 100% know? and you know we we've, we've we've got a loyal I think following at multiple right. places and you know now we've kind of got their ear in a way so yep. I feel like they trust us but that comes with the responsibility like I can't we can't just pop out a shitty product weak now. stuff right we're kind of like everyone it's gotta be better yeah it's hitting a notch so you know it's tough from Takashima because it's fancy it's nice the, <laughs> uh, we got the food uh, Chris is in the kitchen Kryzik the food's amazing the vinyls have every piece is curated yeah um, so I don't, and there's I don't, like a person in charge of all that. Like, yeah. like PJ was like, yeah, I'm like the manager of the music thing here. Yeah. And he's I'm like the like, director of director music. Of music. Or <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah. Like that. There's like, that's like some shit that like, you know what I mean? Like a, like an Applebee's doesn't think of like, they're like, what, what can we cost to make the most profit? And yeah. I mean, like you know, it's not, out, you know, we're going to, we're going to lose a little bit. Right. But I think like, you know, scouting talent and finding people that crush in their like lane and then bringing them in and giving them the opportunity to feel incentivized is something I've always been excited about. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it really, when you give people the, the, the pay and the, the freedom to, to do what they're good at and you trust them and it's crazy how it can really work. And it, it's just kind of like, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm just kind of curating that. Yeah. Um, obviously I have my own piece of it in the design and the, in the marketing and the yeah, branding yeah. side and just kind of the vision. But, um, you know, I really got to trust these people that, that are experts, right? Like, I don't know how to make a sashimi or a, or, <laughs> yeah. on a giri roll. I don't, I mean, that, when I, that food came out with that fish head on there, I was like, this shit is it's next wild. level. Yeah. So like, I mean, I can barely get through some macaroni or ramen until I'm stressed <laughs> out because like my mind's already going. So I got mad respect for the the craftsmen and the people who are like dedicated to that. And I think that's uh, something that helps me in the concepts, right? Is like finding yeah. subject matter experts yeah. and just letting them do their thing. That right? was something that I really appreciated with you. The very first project I did for you for Parlor, sure. you were like, uh, we can get into how we met, but um, yeah, but. Uh, you like told me the concept and you like started to like kind of like, okay, I think you should do this and that. And you're like, hold on. Um, just dude, just do whatever you do. <laughs> I trust you. Just do it. And yeah. I don't even know why we'd never worked together. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I feel like I executed it well. And then great. you're like, all right, great. cool. You're my guy now. And like, I, I was just like, I love when I find a person who's like, I mean, obviously you need to be redirected every, you know, uh, this didn't For hit sure. exactly, but like just that like confidence at the very beginning. I mean, I see that. And like with all the people that you, you know, mm -hmm. empower to do their shit, like Caitlin over there, like running yeah. homegrown, like, 
Shout out homegrown. Yeah, I mean, yeah, dude, it's it's just like it's cool. It's cool yeah. to watch. Um, you're like a like a young Joe Edwards. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I mean, that's a you know, I, it's I don't like getting compared to anybody. I, you know, I think like I'm me. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, I that's a funny topic, right? And because I I got mad respect for him. I actually interviewed that dude about. I think it's like 15 years ago with the, with, on film and uh, for this clothing brand I was doing when I was younger. And um, it was crazy. And he, you know, growing up in the loop in that period, like I was part of that iron age, like, yep. you know, early two thousands, like right before the loop, like really shifted yep. like street side records was still there or whatever. Yep. And um, watching Joe Edwards pop these concepts that were so passionate and like, you know, a full immersive experience was inspiring to me. I'm not going to lie. Like, Fuck the trolley shit. Like, that dude did so much, and that shouldn't be, like, the end of his legacy. Like, I don't know. I got a lot of respect for what he's done, and I think he gets a lot a bad rap for that, but I think he's built so much culture in St. Louis. And, you know, I, I, it's funny. You get online, people talking shit. They got little memes about him, and, yeah, they're fucking funny sometimes. <laughs> uh, trolley shit was a fucking uh, a train wreck, but... I do think but also, is it his fault, really? No, like, I or mean, is it like the fact that he's dealing with like a huge, like yeah. metro? You know what I mean? Like, it's not. You know, look, he's a visionary. It's a fucking cool ass idea. Yeah, he's a know? visionary, and he's he's really helped St. Louis be a cooler place. And he he put the roadmap out for what neighborhoods could be like. Right. Like, look, it used to just be like the loop and a couple. Like now, we every neighborhood's like got a brand and like they're yeah. doing a thing. And I feel like he's he's a part of that uh, culture that we've done. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So hundred percent. We we can get off that, but shout out shout out <laughs> shout out Joe Edwards. But I feel like it's an easy comparison for people here to say that about yeah. me because I'm in a neighborhood and I'm, I got multiple concepts. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm inspired by it, but also feel like um, I'm not going to open a trolley. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think the thing is, like, it's almost kind of sad that, like, there aren't a bunch of Joe Edwards. So yeah. I couldn't be like, you know, Joe Edwards or. Well, in other cities, there's a few of them, right? You got, like, you got Chris Hansen uh, down in, like, the Midtown with, like. Chris Hansen where uh, uh, to catch a predator? Cransbur oh, <laughs> no. have a seat. I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> no, different, different Chris, Chris Hansen. Hansen. Uh, sorry, Chris, for him. <laughs> no, but, no, no, for real, but, like, people like that. And, like, you know, we don't even talk a lot, right? Yeah, We're cool, yeah. but. He, he's helped pioneering this whole movement down there. It's like oh, all Kranzberg. Yes. All that shit. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, and there's many examples. Yeah. Um, I just think that that's what it takes in a city this small, yeah. but also this big. We need we need people out here that are taking risks, that are putting passion, vision, drive and do what they're doing. And that makes the city more fun, right? It, it's just, this. it's came a long way, you know, from when right. where it was a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. And, and we had that weird thing of like how the city is separate from the county. Oh, for sure. And then you get all these county people. And it's good though. I mean, it, it, you do feel a little bit like, well, if you want to do it, although I'm a county person now, so I- <laughs> Yeah, hey, look, but, I get it. I but mean, it's I, like, yeah, if you, it's, you got to make this, sh this, this shit like feel safe yeah. and have a concept that is better than something that could happen in a strip mall. You know what I mean? hundred like, percent. So that's, what's cool. Like, I mean, I called it like seven or eight years ago when the Grove was still like a thing, but like, I was like, dude, if I had money, yeah. like I have enough money now to buy something back then, you know what I mean? But the, like, you're, you're, this is my, this is my swan song, bro. I, I, <laughs> I, I literally was down there a decade ago with par or open tower. Sorry. And dude, the whole place was boarded up. Like if you go to Google timeline and look yeah. back, like oh, it's fun. crazy, like year to year. And you can see our shop and it was like gramophone, atomic, um, sweetie pies. Yep. And like the gay bars for yeah. real. The and gay bars are all, they're, they're like the, the seed that is planted in every oh, cool I mean, thing. The gays like that's start in every city awesome. though, I know, right? right? 
Um, gay guys are just like, nah, this place is kind of gross. I think we could fix it up. They got sw- <laughs> they got swag, right? Yeah, and they gay do. ladies. You know, there was a lot of the lesbian bar was uh was a oh big, Novax. Yeah, Novax. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is now um, uh, Ember. It's been through many iterations, but same owners or did they? No, no, no diff- way different owners. Oh, okay, um, but. The thing is, it's like we believed in that. We were partying at Atomic Cowboy when we were younger. Like yeah. th- I, w- I started throwing like sh- show art shows there and getting involved yeah. in like the culture down there. That used to be the spot. Atomic yeah. was like, yeah, and it's crazy. Sure. It's just to look at it now. Like when we're, when I was looking at a Takashimi the other day, just kind of like looking around and thinking about the neighborhood, bro. It's nuts. Like we, <laughs> that is like Chroma being there is like this whole different vibe. And there now like, there's like two more Chromas coming. Right. Like, I mean, we're looking at like another thousand units. So Jesus. It, it's an interesting time period. It's a great time to be alive in, in St. Louis. If, yeah. you, if you've been waiting for like something to happen here, right. like a lot of us have that are like maybe in our like 30, late thirties, yeah. um, it's a great time to be here and yeah. to, to, to enjoy that, that growth. And it's cool too. Like you can live here for like, Dirt cheap compared to like quote unquote big cities. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? You tell your friends from other cities that you pay here. They're they're like I got friends in LA that are Cali <laughs> that are trying to buy a house just for their family that's tiny for like a million dollars. You know, yeah. and, and I'm like, yo, like you could buy a you, mansion you, here. You a, could be the governor yeah. of the fucking town. But yeah, it's it's you know what it could have. I wish I would have had the bread when I was younger to invest in the Grove the way I wanted to with property. Right. But you know, look, I'm. You know, I, I was able, I was able to yeah. do it with concepts and like sometimes, you know, concepts can pay more. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. the returns a lot higher, but it's a riskier, right? Yeah. And it's, I was talking to somebody about this. I don't want to go too far on this, but like, there's yeah. a thing about like, if you come from money, yeah. then you 100%. kind of just like, it's easier to like, just with the social connections. 100%. And then if like dad's got a little money for you, like those kinds of things, like, unfortunately that's just like the, the reality and sort of the yeah. unfairness of life is like somebody just like is given something and, and they still have to work for it, but it's like, they might have sure. bigger returns on it. It's a different perspective, know? right? Yeah. I mean, like I come from no money. Like yeah, my yeah. mom and dad are doing okay now cause they're older and they're more established. But right. we, we were kids, it was like lower middle class yeah. in a shitty place in Southern Illinois. And you know, I left the house with like, they didn't give me no money. It right. was like, right, I, had, right. I started tattooing. I just tattooed my way out of a wet paper sack for real. Yeah. And it, it's crazy because I'll be meeting people with millions or investors now. And it, it's such a different mind state. And you can't, it's, nobody's right, wrong or right for right. it. Because you, you can't were, control what yeah, you're- You're just born you, into that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it does change things. And, you know, the education, like if you're if you have, if your dad and mom have money and they were fiscally responsible or whatever, right. good fiduciaries of the family, <laughs> yeah. um, then- you automatically got that knowledge and you already know like where to put your money that gives you the best return. Like for someone like me, I'm 37. I'm just now accumulating a little bit of money, not even a lot. And I'm just now learning like what to do now to secure my future at this age when they were already on that, when they were like a baby in diapers. So it just, (laughs) it shifts like the perspective and that really makes you understand like how family wealth is built over generations. Like, and if you get enough, then you just earn the dividends and then you literally don't have to work and you can just live on that shit. Yeah. You know, and and, definitely you you park, you park your money somewhere with the best rate and right. you sit back. But you know, look, I don't know what that world's like. And uh, yeah, so you can't I, I don't pitch know, about it but I don't know like, if I'd want, you know, like right. from it sound it looks great, but like we we already know like you see so many people with so much money miserable. Super I'd rather yeah. be here in a position of like I'm able to feed my family. I'm able right. to do concepts and art that I enjoy. 
Um, don't get me wrong. It's a risk It's you know, yeah. but that, that risk, that edginess, that kind of like grit is what drives me, man. It wakes me, I get up and I get out the house and I'm ready to go. What am I doing today? How am I going to maximize my potential? Yeah. And then that to me, that's, that's the fun in all this is like, uh, that is that search, that hunt, that looking for that next thing that's going to propel you to the next thing. Right. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, following that, you know, a while back, you know, I started thinking about this as like, man, like each one of these concepts is like an installation to me. It's like really a world, like t parlors, a world, t yeah. towers, a yeah. world, yeah. world building for and sure. It, it's like a little mini like installation. And like, you know, as a tattoo artist, like obviously I can do visual art and like, I enjoy drawing and painting and that stuff. But like, and tattooing is always like my first love. You feel me? And yeah. I, I still do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to let go of the confines of like, being stuck with paper yeah, and just yeah. be creative on like this space and like how can we drive and create jobs i don't know something's cool about that yeah. you know it's like a yeah. living breathing thing it's like the kanye record bro it's like <laughs> doesn't stop changing and it's an organism uh but yeah i enjoy that part of it for sure i think that's like if you really like yeah that's what i really enjoy the money is whatever like most of the time some months we don't even make it because right. it's expensive to run a business which most people don't see those mechanics they just yeah. think okay this is busy so you're balling yeah sometimes yeah. the most money is in like really boring ass shit in a cubicle oh, like dude. making you know millions doing some bullshit i met with like, this uh, this real estate dude recently and i was pitching some wild idea that i had and he was like well i just want it. my dream is to open a parking garage and i was just like this dude's <laughs> on to something man like <laughs> like what am i doing wrong yeah. i'm over here pouring every ounce of creativity and dripping out my whole soul and you know, there's other ways. So yeah, I think that that just you know, money doesn't drive me. Obviously, it's like the yeah, and it'll come. You know, the money comes with the it, passion. Yeah, yeah. what's cool right now for sure is like there's this like, I don't know if rebirth is, but it's like this authenticity thing that yeah. everybody is like finally acknowledging is yeah. really important. And like, just the world is like, there's a lot less secrecy and stuff. You know, so people just like. You can't run some bullshit without people being like, "Nope, that ain't it." Hundred you know? percent. I mean, I think it's got to be authentic. Um, these these Edo, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are sick. Does, ever, know, does everybody weird. comment on those? Yeah, those are those. Everybody are wants their picture. It's on like it. it's like a. It's kind of it reminds you of like Tom Hook's work. Hundred percent. Yeah, but it's like more its own pop thing. and current. And, yep. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's like a like a less like yeah, it's like a smoothed out uh, kind of. Huck thing, right? Shout out Tom Huck. You gonna get him on the show? Dude, I would love to. I'll plug you with Tom. That's he, Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, I think he did one with, I think he did one with Corey. Oh, sick. Here's the problem with this fucking Corey guy. I'm chasing, <laughs> and, and a reverse shout out to Kevin Kelly too. They keep taking all my good yeah. guests and then I was giving, I was giving Kevin shit. I'm like, Dude, you literally are like a week ahead of me on everybody I want to talk to. He's like, there's plenty of people in St. Louis. I'm like, yeah, but I don't know them. Look, let's <laughs> look, we're gonna strategize later on how we can get, get ahead of them. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah, happy. yeah, we're coming for you, Kevin. I, yeah, I'm happy to watch out, boys. <laughs> no, it is, it is a weird thing. Like um, in St. Louis, there is so much cool talent and so much cool shit happening, and like. You know, if you don't make the effort to like find the people, sure. like I'm talking shit, like there's no Joe Edwards, and you're like, there's the Catch a Predator dude is out there, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know these people because, and it's not their fault, it's my fault. Like, I don't yeah. know shit, and so like that's been the the fun thing about the podcast is like, you're a busy dude, like you made time to talk to me, like uh, Bob, 
Dude, I was, yeah. I, I was like a guy who I think doesn't like me or not that doesn't like me, but like you have to earn their respect. Cause when yeah. I first met Bob, he's a little bit like gravelly and yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. And a little bit. And then like, as soon as we sat down and talked for like 10 minutes, we yeah. were like boys. And I'm like, I love a person who like, doesn't just give it up right away. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. I like the girl at the bar who's like, I yeah, don't know. You like, you're you like, like that hard to get. You got to earn it. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, no, but it's, it's been, it's, it's been really fun. And like, um, I just had a meeting with somebody who was like, Oh, you've been killing on the podcast. And I yeah. was like, what have I been killing? He's like, they're just like, you're doing so many of them. Yeah. Like one a week. Is that the, is that the, like the bar mm. to be like killing it? It's like just doing one thing a week. I, I don't feel like I'm working that hard on this. You know yeah. what I mean? But anyway. One a week. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. It. Yeah. I mean, I try to like, you're I pump, don't know. I'm pumping them out. That's good though. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. I mean, it's dude, it's, I know the thing is like, if you find something that's fun yeah. in the beginning, there will be a point where it stops being fun. And if you can push yourself past that little point of pain, you know, yep. like I think that's where the real growth and like reward is. hundred percent. Like, so I don't know if I've hit the, I hit a little bit of like a, I just wasn't like getting, I wasn't getting guests like lined up enough fast enough sure so i felt like i was like like i called bob like two hours before i was supposed to have a podcast out yeah but like i you know i feel like i pushed past that and like um you know i'm sure it'll get harder but i know like Corey stopped doing his for a while because yeah. like it just it's you know, a, well it's, it's a lot to keep up with right I mean, yeah, we're all and busy I, and yeah you don't hear any fucking sponsors at the beginning of this thing so it's a labor of love right now you know what i mean but like um we're taking sponsors actively if you want to reach out. Anybody? Sure. I, I can probably get, help you out with one or two. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, we are. We're coming out soon. It's going to be, uh, you'll see. I got some things in the works. But nice. Um, what else is. You want to uh, talk about, what, let's talk about cannabis. I was going to say, you beat me too. Let's talk about that <laughs> weed money. Weed. So, all right. Curador. Yeah. All so, right. look, uh, I don't know. It, it's. Hardest thing I've ever done was yeah. apl just applying for a license. I well, mean, and you were like one of the architects of like even getting it. Oh, um, okay. Ar maybe not architect, I mean, but I wouldn't say that at all. You were in um, there. But I would, I'll just say this in the city. Yeah. I was maybe, I was throwing some fundraisers and helping. You were a voice. Yeah. I, I was a voice. Sure. I was an advocate and a yeah. voice, but there was people putting in years, years okay, of effort. That's fair. So I remember I being like wanna, 12 years old and like reading high times and like them talking about like one day it's going to be legal. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, we used to, I remember going to Amsterdam uh, to tattoo and to smoke weed and yeah. that before it was legal anywhere here, which yeah. this makes me sound really old, but I went like three or four times just to go to like a coffee shop and get a joint, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, And not feel like villainized yeah. from it. But, uh, it, you know, it's a, it's an amazing thing. I mean, look, we, we want a license to manufacture goods. You know, we're going to roll out um, a, a gang of skews over the next couple of years and, and yeah. just really try to participate in this market. And I'm just taking all this energy and all this branding and marketing and like kind of my network and I'm going to leverage it to try to launch as, uh, as many uh, great products as we can. It's just a cool thing, man. Like being in alcohol for so many years and pushing parties and that, right. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to villainize. I mean, look, people can make the choice that they want to make. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of refreshing in a way of, of th thinking about a future of like moving towards something like that. I mean, there's so much therapeutic benefits and right. it helps people in so many ways, what, what, whether it's medical or whether you're just like looking to relax. I yeah, mean, there's yeah, so yeah. many benefits, you know what I'm saying? So it's an exciting, uh, uh, genre of, of <laughs> <laughs> well, I get annoyed when people like uh, uh like everything um 
people want to say something's either black or white. It's yeah. either A or B, and it's like everything's on a spectrum. Because I get really annoyed when people are like, uh, it's a dangerous drug. It's you know, yeah. I also get equally annoyed when they're like, it's from it's the planet. Save it's the from, world. Yeah, it's yeah. from the it's from the planet. I'm like, dude, cyanide's from the planet too. Like, yeah. I mean, there's like everything you can do, you could do it well or you yeah. can do it wrong, and like you have to be an adult to like you know. That's yeah. why they don't let kids do that shit. Is because it's like kids are dumb, you know. Well, I mean, look at. I think there's that's how we think as like a country or a people, right? It's like everything is like it is this against that, right? Right. And it, when you really start to unravel the history of cannabis and like propaganda and like why it was out, you know, oh, yeah. uh, banned the due Mexican to like Mexican wars, well, and, and, shit, and just like, like to to stop votes from right? like minorities yeah, yeah, and yeah. hippies or whatever, yep. you know, it goes back to whatever. Sure. And I feel like uh, when you really start to unravel the truth behind it, it's like damn, like big pharma. Is you know I don't know. There's just yeah. I, it was stomped out for a reason, and yeah. now we're consuming all this shit. Like all these people we know got cancer, right? That's right. aggressive, and it's like, man, like why why can't we do that, right? right. Like why stop that? So it, it's exciting, you know. I think that um, it's it's gonna be cool watching Missouri uh, un roll out this program. Yeah, um, people are gonna have access, and I really hope some exoneration comes. You know. Well, that's a really fucked up thing is that like yeah. all these white people are getting these yeah. uh, these licenses and yeah. stuff and then all these black dudes are locked up because they were like it, selling like a little bag of weed or whatever. It, you know? it is. And, and, you know, I think that Missouri tried to address it, but there's no right. I mean, look, yeah. the only way to really correct it is go back in time and <laughs> change yeah. it. But, and also like, you know, you you're, you start doing some illicit things yeah. and then that leads to other things. And it's like somebody might have killed somebody that really just all started because they were selling weed illegal and you can't exonerate that. You know what I mean? hundred percent. I mean, you, you know, obviously you got to try your best to respect whatever laws are currently right. happening. There's that side. But I mean, Illinois is doing a great job. They have this social equity program that is really, it's going to be hard to get a license in Illinois moving forward if you don't have that story. Oh, wow. Um, that's cool. Know, so I, I do, I think it should be all inclusive. Um, and, you know, as a white male that's doing it, like, right. you know, it's, it, it puts you in a tough spot. But yeah. I think that, um, you know, all we can do is advocate, try to be diverse in our hiring, try to give opportunity. And, um, yeah, I think, I think that, I think that in the big picture, it's going to do a lot of great. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, I forget how many people in Illinois just got expunged. Uh, and it's insane. Right. Really? So I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's in, in uh, Colorado setting the pace uh, on, on that for sure. You know, so it's exciting. Um, I think it's going to be a, um, a fun time helping people making cool products and yeah. getting behind something that's like, you know, just, it's, it's a cool thing. Cannabis well, is tight. And not to like throw any shade on the cannabis industry, but yeah. from what I can see it, it's changing now because it is, but like, like I feel like the bar is kind of set low in a lot of ways to like do something that looks cool. Yeah. So the, I'm excited for you. Cause I know like whatever you do yeah. is going to look like, like some med men shit. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, not look like that, but like but, that level of like, well like, design, right. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, marketing design and advertising is just now intersecting with cannabis. Right. right. So um, you're seeing brands take risks. Like before it was all kind of earthy and like yeah, very, yeah. very mom and pop granola. Right. And then now you're seeing this whole, like, you know, Medmen is like the high fashion. It, it's like <laughs> it's GQ. Like the Apple store. <laughs> and that company is like not really working, um, but that's, oh, really? that's for other reasons. It's just not the design. Oh, I just go read it, whatever. That's a long story. But, um, you know, I think that authenticity is, is once again, yeah, great product, authenticity, uh, educating your consumer, making sure that you're, um, doing what you say you do. Yeah. And, um, hopefully, hopefully we, we can build a dynamic brand, but, uh, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm just trying to wrap up all my knowledge and experience into that right now. Yeah. So, um, it's, I've always had like 
five things going on at once. It's it's exciting. Like all of those companies are there. I've got people like now in power running that. Yep. Right. So I'm excited to just like for the first time, probably in a long time, just do one thing. Like go yeah, do wow. this. So how long? What do you see? How long do you think? I'll do that. The next thing. <laughs> um, I mean, this this is a tough one to crack. This isn't as easy. I mean, every day the the ground's shifting underneath you and right. cannabis. And I think the, you know, it's all about pivoting and and, and being flexible, um, and, and making sure that you're 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 learning. Like the law's changing daily in the state. Right. You know, everything's moving, uh, quickly. They say one day is like a year. You know what I mean? So, right. um, yeah, I think I don't know. I'm just gonna go pursue it, and if if it comes to a point where it's feels really re rewarding and we'll keep going if we sell if we, if, if, it, if it goes federal and we can sell to someone else maybe yeah, we'll take an exit and sure. take the payout from building the brands right um because that is a thing right is there's like uh, it's a little bit like shielded right now from like yeah. big pharma it's a, coming it's in federally like, illegal yeah <laughs> still but, but but i feel like those big boys are going to come in and like once yeah. it becomes federally legal then it's then it'll be another you know yeah it just be like alcohol or yeah. beer like well, we hope that's the way it like goes breweries yeah. right yeah well, hopefully depending yeah. on who gets elected right, right? <laughs> um but you know i do feel that um you know I, we're just excited to try to get a couple of brands out here that are uh, hopefully eventually just household household brand names in yeah. the cannabis landscape so um it's going to be exciting and you know there's a couple other things i might have brewing but you know i'm just really focused on this right now and um something's got to make a lot of sense to yeah. pull any attention away currently on that so um we got to cut this short today yeah. but let's talk about one more thing sure um just give me a failure yeah. What's something that you did that didn't work because i know about all this shit that's working yeah but for you got sure anything for me that I, i'm happy work? to share um I can share a couple high level. Um, I mean, there's many relationships that didn't work. And I think that's the things that like really bother me the most. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm stubborn and I'm, you know, I think it takes a stubborn nature to, to do this much. Yeah. Um, and I can be an asshole just like anybody else. And I think that there's relationships that have failed that like in hindsight, like probably weren't worth like that in the yeah, moment. Yeah. So on the heavy side that now we can get past that. And I would say, you know, I tried to do, um, so we published tattoo books, right? So we had, I had this idea of doing this like, you know, online, like this uh, app that was like a tattoo bookstore essentially. Cause okay. there's not that there's yeah, no yeah. database like that. It's all physical books. And we spent, uh, we spent a lot of money on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was o over 50 grand and it just, it just fell apart. You know what I mean? And, um, was this like in like when apps were like, yeah, the this is like that, apps or, you know, exactly. Like, yeah. you know, everybody was like, I'm, but it just made sense. You know, everybody's going digital. The tattooers like, were like iPads are now like our medium. Right. It was like right when everybody would realize that they could use technology and it wasn't like, Lame uh, you weren't like a bad tattoo. You, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it was accepted, right? So yeah. everyone had an iPad and we, yeah. we felt like that was a good transition. So, you know, we lost a bunch of money in there. Uh, a good investor friend of mine did, um, and you know, that's, that's always tough to explain when somebody believes in your idea and you have to look them in the eyes and say, sorry, it didn't work. Um, right. luckily it hasn't been that many times that we've done that, but it was, it was, it sucked. Um, but once again, what do you learn from that? Is there anything that you not learned? to make fucking apps? <laughs> like fucking, app. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not into it anymore. Um, I did have this one app idea you want, I'll share yeah, yeah, before, yeah. and then we can, we can wrap it up. I was like, man, okay, running small business is so hard. Like when you go into a, when you own a business, it's hard to curate music. Like, right. Yeah. I'm always thinking about the vibe of the spot. Right. Like I was trying to do this thing where when you walk into a bar, 
<laughs> it reads every and everybody's iTunes has permission with like the post, and it like crowdsources the music. Whoa. Right? Like so yeah. you're, you're, you just like pay the ASCAP, BMI and all that shit through one app yeah. and it plays whatever your audience wants based off what they listen to. So you're, you're, you don't have to worry about a DJ. Bro, okay. Now this is, I don't think that works on iTunes. Or whatever, you know. But I'm saying, all right, ready for this? This is yeah, a little pivot here. Let's go pivot. That's, no, we can't let them know because in their fucking shit they say that they can steal ideas. <laughs> this but is going to be up It's a tomorrow. Spotify thing. Yeah, oh, is it? No, I'm saying oh, like, yeah. it could be a Spotify thing oh, where yeah. everybody logs in and then it just, because, you know, they can see all the stuff. Because yeah. it's not really about what you have in your collection. It's yeah. about what you've been listening to. So it's got to be an app that talks to Spotify. Just talks to Spotify. And, the data and then and it can listen to everything. And it's like, if there's like 30 people in the place, they're all going to get to hear within an hour or two, like a couple songs they've exactly. been listening to. It's like touch tunes with no effort. Yeah, right. It's automatic. So uh, copyright us. Yeah. If you, we're going to sue you. If you, take it. if you want to help develop this, we'll break you in. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, reach out to show at jordanfanningshow.com. No, um, Sean, thank you again for being nah, here, thank man. Thank you, man. Um, I appreciate you. And uh, he's going to help me get some more cool guests. So uh, stay go. tuned. Uh, go ahead and uh, give me a five-star rating. Uh, follow us on Instagram, all that shit. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks.